How can we as healthcare practitioners move from just providing disease management to providing true healthcare? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Reinvent Healthcare, the podcast that helps you grow your practice and expand your skills as a practitioner. I'm Dr. Rita Marie Loscalzo. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Reinvent Healthcare, the podcast for wellness-minded people and professionals who are passionate about transforming our broken healthcare system. I am super excited about an interview. It's with Jody Cohen, and she's the founder of Vibrant Blue Oils. Many of you have heard of her before or use her fabulous oils, and she creates a lot of blends and things that are unique in the market. And I really trust her oils because there's no fillers and binders and petroleum products and all that. They're just organic and wildcrafted essential oils. And what I love about Jodi is that she creates things from her own need, from her own life, from what her family members need, from what her friends have, what her clients need. And I've used them a lot. She's sponsored some of our events and I just absolutely love what she's doing. So Now we are going to be talking, and this is fabulous, about a topic we haven't talked about before, which is congestion in the neck. Say what? What does that have to do with being a practitioner? Well, yeah. How many of your people are coming in stressed out to the max in sympathetic overload? And we talk a lot in this interview about sympathetic dominance and calming that down, about parasympathetic, about vagus nerve, about lymph drainage, and so much more that are topics that I really think that as practitioners, as holistic and functional practitioners, we need to know a lot more about. She has a couple of best-selling books. She's been featured in the New York Times, Wellness Mama, Elephant Journal, and lots and lots of other things. So I would say, check out the show notes page. You're going to love what she has to offer. You're going to love what she has to say. A lot of practical advice that we all can take and add to our own self-care regimes, but also that we can share with our patients and clients. So welcome, Jody. I'm so, so excited to have you here today. I know. This is going to be so fun. This is my latest obsession. I know. And what, you know, we you always have these new ideas and you always bring to the table some new strategies. And our audience is practitioners and they're always looking for, you know, new ways to help people to get through, you know, the conditions. And it's so complex these days with so many environmental toxins and so much stress and all. But you said something to me that fast fascinated me and I wanted to share it with everybody. You said the neck is the bottleneck and it's like contributing to almost all diseases. So I would love to hear, you know, how did you come to that and tell us more? Yeah, well, just the headline news to start. Basically, the the neck is what connects the brain to the body, right? And so all of the nutrients and oxygen have to travel through the neck to get to the brain. And all of the toxins need to travel down the neck to leave the body. And if the neck is congested, then the good things don't get in and the bad things don't get out. And I think that that is a big problem. It sounds like a big problem. So tell us what you mean by congested. What does that mean? Does it have a cold? Uh, you know, what, what's happening? What kind of traffic jam is going on there? Well, let's talk about what's going on in the neck, right? We've got our cervical spine structure. We have the nerves, like the vagus nerve, which is basically the gut-brain axis. It's what kind of triggers the digestion, detoxification, the immune system, anti-inflammation. We have the lymph. There are a bunch of uh, lymph nodes in the neck. 
And then we have the fascia, which is kind of the, the sheath covering, but can also kind of constrict and hold things in place. And then we've got circulation. We have other things as well, but those are the main players. And what we started noticing, you know, there's this thing called vagus nerve toxicity or vagus nerve infection hypothesis. It's interesting. My daughter goes to Tufts now, and it's a Tufts researcher, um, Michael Van Eckler, who recognized that when the vagus nerve is kind of infected, it basically uh, messes up signaling. And then Dr. Christine Schaffner, our friend, found that 90% of her chronically ill patients had some kind of vagus nerve dysfunction. Why is the vagus nerve messed up? What's going on? So it could be, you know, a lot of the pathogens in the mouth, like the infections, uh, the amalgams from mercury, all these things, right? They drain along the trigeminal nerve and then they intersect with the vagus nerve and then drain down the neck. Well, if the neck is congested because the lymph, let's say, you know, the, the main, all of the lymph flows through the clavicles. And the body is a hydraulic system. So if the clavicles are congested, it's just like a traffic jam, right? If there's a traffic jam in Austin, the traffic is backed up like maybe 20 miles going into Austin, right? If there's congestion in the clavicles, then the lymph is backed up possibly into the brain. So it's congested in the neck and it's basically taking up space. In fact, uh, Dr. Schaffner worked with a Tufts, or, um, a researcher, Marco Ruggiero, and they took sonographs, pictures of the neck, and they basically saw the lymph congested and kind of bumping into a vagus nerve. So think of if you've ever, I just flew home from Thanksgiving and got like the last seat on the plane in the middle seat. And I swear to God, I was between two linebackers and I was trying to read my book and I couldn't even turn the page. So think of that, you know, like you have no space to even like move your elbows. This poor little vagus nerve is so congested, it can't signal. So it can be lymph congestion. It can also be, you know, fascia constriction. What do all of us do all the time with our device? We are like hunched over. We have technic, right? We're all, or we're bracing for impact. You know, when my kids were little, I, I used to joke at the swimming pool, I'd like follow them around, like don't die, you know, but I'm like always bracing for danger. And then the danger passes and I don't unravel, you know, anyone who does yoga and heart opening is hard. That's what's going on. So we have all this congestion and we don't think of how do you unpack the neck and it's not popping a pill. It's actually topically applying things on the neck and oils are the easiest thing. Essential oils get right through the skin. The lymph and the fascia are super close to the skin. There's actually tons of research that essential oils are used as like penetration carriers, almost like Trojan horses to carry other remedies into the body, like ibuprofen. So it's just this, you know, people can be doing everything right, right? They're, they're making all the right, right lifestyle choices. They're getting all the right sleep. But if the neck is congested, you're not going to heal because you're not, you know, the pathway isn't open for good things to get in, for circulation to flow, and for the toxins to drain. So they sit too long in the brain, they stimulate the immune system, they cause inflammation, they lead to all of the brain inflammation symptoms we're aware of. So this is just one brain more fog. thing you can do. Yeah. Brain fog, fatigue. We see that all the time. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. So it manifests in a lot of different ways. Um, is it kind of like there's a lot of things that are great pretenders, 
Right. Right. Like you think it's one thing and then you go through all this stuff. Well, it's not that. And it's something else like mold toxicity or Lime or something along those lines. Would you say that it's kind of like that? I think, you know, it started for me like I was chronically, uh, let's explain basically what the vagus nerve does. You know, your autonomic nervous system controls your automatic functions, your breathing, your heart rate, your um, immune system, digestion, detoxification. And I was basically stuck in the stress gear. It's, it's designed to keep you alive. So it has basically the accelerator called the sympathetic nervous system and the brakes called the parasympathetic nervous system. And you're supposed to uh, respond to stress, you know, um, allocate resources towards survival, which means blood is routed towards your arms and your legs and away from digestion and detoxification. And then the stress ends and you're supposed to go back to normal. But so many of us, it's not just lions chasing us down the street. It's turning on the news and seeing, you know, hostages in Israel or shootings at schools or anything that causes um, us to think, oh, my gosh, I might be in danger or something might happen to me or my family. And then you start to anticipate the stress and your body responds as if it's an actual stress. And so you're not healing. So it, I realized that the gear shift between sympathetic fight or flight and parasympathetic safety is your vagus nerve. The longest nerve in the body, cranial nerve number 10, starts at the back of the neck and is ironically the largest and the most accessible right behind the earlobe on the mastoid bone. And there are all these vagus nerve stimulation techniques. I like oils because you can just topically apply something and it's easy breezy. And so I was doing that as doing everything right, you know, eating the right foods, getting the right sleep, exercising, stimulating my vagus nerve. And not not bad, getting better, but like it's almost like I, I wanted to be 100% and I was kind of like 85 and I'm like, what am I missing? What's going on? What could possibly be blocking my progress? And I started unpacking what else is kind of in the terrain of the neck. Like if you think of an aquarium, right? If the water is dirty, the, the fish are going to get sick and die. You know, if you think of the terrain of your body, like what keeps kind of the cells hydrated and healthy, it's your sewage system. It's your lymph. And so I started really focusing on draining the lymph. And, and that's an interesting, um, you know, it, it, order matters. You know, uh, 100% of your lymph drains through your clavicles. So if you're feeling your clavicles and they're tender, that might be a congestion point. And that's a, a good one to stimulate. And there's so much research that lit oils, essential oils, especially like um, mint oils, are really good at kind of dilating and expanding and giving more space for fluid to flow. And so just adding that in. So now I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm stimulating my vagus nerve where there are a lot of lymph nodes. I'm opening my clavicle, you know, I'm working on drainage. I'm opening up um, under my arms. I'm opening up my, my gut or my inguinal area behind my knees. Like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm now getting the vagus nerve and the lymph. I'm doing that right. I, it's got to work. And okay, so that got me to like 90%. And I'm like, I'm still not there. What, what am I missing? And then I started playing with the fascia. And the fascia can constrict. And when it's constricted, and this is when they talk about scars and interference fields, what that is, is the fascia kind of interfering and getting in the way. And fascia is trickier. I mean, lymph you can do on your own, right? You can rebound, you can sauna. There's a lot you can do. Fascia is a hard do-it-yourself one. Like you need to find a good fascia therapist and, and they're not all good. And so I started kind of thinking like, what can people do on their own? 
and really diving into the research of, you know, the superficial fascia is basically right near the surface of the skin and oils and what can we do with oils to kind of help. It's really just, you know, unraveling it, un- unpacking it. And so I started playing with, with that blend. And it's the interesting combination of those three. When you hit the vagus nerve, the lymph, and the fascia, all of a sudden you start to see progress. Interesting. And I noticed when you're doing that, you have roll-ons. Are they roll-ons or are they just... Yeah, I created... Actually, I created roll-ons because truthfully, my favorite place to apply the fascia is the back of my heart. I My back was so tight. My neck was so tight. My shoulders were tight. If you looked at me in yoga trying to do heart opening, it was almost like painfully comical, you know? (laughs) And, And... the night and day difference between when I can apply this oil and heart opening and, and my hips, you know, I used to avoid pigeon pose, just like, oh, that's going to hurt. I'm not going to do it. And and now I can do it. And and the mobility, the inc- like, it it's amazing. Interesting. And it's a blend. What, what particular blend is it that you're using? Well, it's my own. I made it up. And it's interesting because the fascia, the issues are in the tissues, right? We carry a lot of emotion in our fascia. And so it's a combination of like angelica root, which is really good for emotional release. And then things like black pepper and cypress, which are really good for vasodilating and ensuring that more fluid moves. Uh, frankincense, which is just generally good for the skin and opening. Lavender, same thing. Rose, amazing for emotion and the heart. Geranium, amazing for the emotion and the heart. Vetiver, which kind of helps with like downward grounding. You know, it helps to move and open up rosemary, which is uh, super stimulatory and ylang-ylang, which just balances everything. So it's, it's a unique combination. And a, a lot of these oils are truthfully quite expensive. That's my other goal with oils and blends is to take the guesswork out, you know, to not make people buy yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. different oils and blend it themselves, but just to say, and then try to blend it. Yeah. Yeah, buy the blend because that was a lot, and there might be specific two drops of this and five drops of that, and not yes. everybody's a chemist and wants to sit around blending oils. It, yeah, exactly. Especially if they've got other issues going on, like that. You know, if they're already cooking their food and doing detox protocols, it's just uh, it can be a lot. So, is that a new one that your uh, company is offering, or is it just your own private blend? Oh no, no, no! It's we're we're offering it. It's been around for about a year. I just keep every time I, I realize what I'm. Here's what I love about oils. You know, there are a lot of supplements that are amazing and that are so good. Like I'm a huge fan of binders. I think you absolutely need to ingest binders because it helps to make sure the garbage leaves. Um, but then there are limitations, you know, like the like the spot on your back that you can't quite scratch. And that's things like stress. You know, we can tell people not to stress, but if they you know, have challenging children or difficult, it's not like they can quit their job and, you know, stop being a parent to their children. They just have to figure out how do I, how can I, you know, regulate my nervous system enough to show up in my best possible way? You know, um, sleep, sometimes sleep is is tricky. Uh, drainage. I, I think that, I actually think drainage is the, the biggest thing because I think you know, every day that it seems like our toxic burden increases. And so we just need, yeah, to keep up. When you say drainage, I mean, there's a lot of homeopathic drainage formulas. Is that what you're talking about? So what when I'm speaking of drainage, I'm just speaking of fluid movement in the body. 
you know, basically not uh, a particular formula, but something that promotes yeah. movement. And okay. I think homeopathics are amazing. I I actually think, you know, when people say to me, like, I think I want to lose weight, I might like diet or exercise. I'm like, why not do both? Like, go ahead and take a homeopathic formula, you know, and, and get it from the inside out, but then also work from the outside in. Like, let's address this bottleneck. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So what's the name of that formula? I'm going to have to look for it. I'll send it to you. It's Fascia Release. It's my new favorite. Ooh. Oh, so anybody out there, I know a lot of people listening are myofascial therapists, massage therapists, uh, osteopaths, chiropractors. This could be something very helpful. I know when I was doing hands-on practice, I always would blend up my own, uh, not so much essential oils, but like I would blend up my own stuff and put it in a carrier oil. And it was so phenomenal. But to have something that people can reach around and do on their own back and not have to get, you know, somebody in the family to do it for them. I love self-care. And I think we're on the same page with that. Well, and I I mean, I do go to someone. I I, I think hands-on care is amazing too. I just think it's, um, you know, there, there are seven hours, seven days in the week, 24 hours in a day. Like, you know, if, if, if I'm lucky, my person's good, you know, maybe I'll get into them twice a month and that's amazing. But then what can I do? Yeah. But then what do you do in between? And that's what I always would do. I would work on people hands-on, but then I would send them away with some sort of oil or little pellets that they could put, you know, on their ears or, you know, acupressure type thing. So I really, I think that the more that we can empower people to self-care, you know, these things that they do and then incorporating it where it's short bursts within their day. I don't go get massaged or chiropractic or anything because I get to have an hour to get anywhere, right? And then I half an hour to get back and then an hour, hour and a half there. Like, I don't know about you, but I can't usually find two and a half hours like that somewhere in the middle of my week. And so it's occasions, right? My birthday or anniversary or something along those lines, you know? So this is great to be able to do the self-care. We bought a massager so that we can, you know, reach the back and get some of that stuff going. And this sounds like a perfect adjunct to that. Yeah, thank you. And we've been getting, I mean, it's its so interesting because it was um, our Black Friday sale. We've been getting so many rave reviews, people that were like, my wrist was killing me. I put it on. It was fine. Uh, I was running a race and my knee started bothering me. I put it on and it was fine. Like it really does seem to um, kind of help un- unravel things. I like that idea because I recently broke my arm and I was in a cast for five weeks and then I was, you know, recovering and all. And I just think the idea of, of, you know, and I do, I did my own physical therapy and I rubbed on it and I put oils and stuff like that, but I would like to get my hands on that and see what it makes a difference. Cause there's that stiffness when you have an injury yes. and it doesn't completely heal and it lasts a long time. No, I broke my hand a summer ago and it's, it's interesting because people are like, what do I, what, it's not like essential oils fix the bones. What I think it is, is again, back to the aquarium example, it's the fluids around the bone, right? You want to make sure the circulation gets in and you want to make sure that the lymph drains the toxins out. And so that's what I really focused on. And yeah, when you get that cast off, it's, it's so strange, you know, that your hands are different Oh, it's so weird. They're like, my hand wasn't even broken, but it it was like huge and tender and sensitive and like massaging it. And yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm laser too, but I, I was using the oils and laser and my doctor was like, I can't like, what were you doing? Oh, and um, I was taking BPC 157. You know, I basically threw the kitchen sink at it, but it did seem to help. Yeah. Yeah. I threw the homeopathic, speaking of homeopathic, symphytum. Yeah. It's, it's miraculous for healing broken bones. Okay. So, so what, like, what would be a process? I'm going, yeah, you know, she's saying I had whiplash a few years ago and blah, blah, blah. My neck feels tight all the time. And I'm sure a lot of us are listening to that and experiencing it, but also seeing patients and clients who are experiencing that same thing. So what would you say would be a good uh, home care regime for clearing the congestion in the highway of the neck. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of Perry Nickerson, Stop Chasing the Pain. He has his big six, which is a very like specific six step process. And, and I love it because it correlates with exactly what I'm doing. So his step one is the clavicles, you know, 75% of the lymph drains down the left clavicle. So he has people start there. Uh, sometimes I'm lazy and I do it at the same time, but under the collarbone, just, you can kind of do like uh, brush strokes, you know, he says 10, you can do more if you want to. Sometimes you can pat, you know, you're just trying to basically, um, bring energy and movement. You can also do over the collarbone, but the clavicle is step one, because this is really where all the lymph drains and you want to make sure that this is open before you start opening everything else. Step two, I, I basically say it's the vagus nerve. Um, he says there are a lot of lymph nodes there, but I use my parasympathetic. So we've now opened the drainage point. You know, sometimes when people start using parasympathetic, a lot of times they have amazing experiences out of the gate. Um, it's this blend also in a roller bottle now, but sometimes they'll, they'll say like they start to have detox symptoms and I realize, oh my goodness, you know what's happening the body now realizes it's safe to detox. And so it's like the floodgates open and, you know, their (laughs) lymph isn't draining. And so now they've like mobilized toxins, but the toxins aren't leaving the brain. So they're mobilizing toxins, but the toxins aren't leaving. And so now they're having these detox symptoms. So what I always tell them is we're going to pause, we're going to focus on lymph, we're going to add in binders, and then we'll reintroduce. And that always seems to um, you know, calm the problem. But what I've realized now is I need to tell people, start with the lymph, open, you know, don't yell fire in the crowded movie theater without opening the exit doors, open the exit doors. So step one is the clavicle and lymph. Step two is the vagus nerve. And then step three is, and especially with the roller bottles, you know, we have lymph in a roller bottle too. Um, you could just rub it down your neck and just help open the drainage. And, and I will say this, I, um, I turned 55 on November 14th and, you know, I remember Nora Ephron, that book, I hate my neck. I'm like, oh my God, now I get it. Like your neck, ugh. But I realized- <laughs> Where did it come from? <laughs> I, I know, like that turkey gobble. I'm like, this is not attractive, but it's really lymph. Like if you can, you know, it, it's congested fluid. So if you can drain the lymph, your, your jawline looks a lot better. Yeah. So that's step three. And then I am a big fan. Perry Nickerson's uh, big on um, under the armpits. And I, I really do think I have uh, so many friends that have had breast health issues that I've become um, a lunatic really about like, let's open the drainage. I, I stopped wearing underwire bras. I, I really do think there is a correlation. If you have lymph congestion under the armpits, where are the toxins in the breast going to go? You know, and this is, 
I'm not a doctor. I, you know, I'm not giving medical advice, but I've, I've noticed correlation is not causation. But since I started being so proactive with um, the lymph, like my, my thermographies uh, night and day, you know, like so, so good. So I feel like why not, you know, it doesn't hurt to really make sure you're draining under the armpits. And then um, Perry step four is the gut, you know, because the majority of the lymph lives in the gut and just kind of making sure that's moving. That's also, um, you know, for anyone who's kind of getting into menopause or perimenopause and is getting that muffin top, moving the lymph in the gut makes a huge difference. It really helps kind of drain the fluid and the congestion. Uh, step five is the inguinal area, the bikini line. And then step six is behind the knees, which I didn't realize, but I, I you know, He's basically saying, let's just keep the fluid moving down and, um, you know, not congesting. Not congesting. And, but you want to also bring it up, right, from the arms. You want to bring it up into this clavicle area. The dry brushing? Right. If you do the up and down, you know, or up the arm to bring whatever's can Because I did that when I had the, after I got the cast off and it was so swollen. And I just, I started to do all the lymph stuff and then I started doing the brushing. And that made a huge difference very quickly. Yes, that is that is probably the next steps. It's a little bit like, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, how do I say this? There is so much you can do, you know. Uh, but I, the people that I work seem to be like, they're like, give me three things. Like that's about all I can handle. So yeah, right, like, exactly. Right, three one, things. One, two, three. Yeah, I just don't want to overwhelm them. So like, it, it, you know, and I, I joke. We all have our supplement graveyard, right? The supplements you don't ingest really are not going to help you. You know, the ambulance that can't get to the uh, car accident really isn't going to save any lives. So I just try to make it manageable. And then on all these points that you're working, the lymph, are you using oils, specific oils or different oils? I I am. Yeah. I use um, the lymph oil. We have it called the Vegas Nerve Kit and you can get it in roller bottles or five milliliter bottles. I use the lymph oil on the clavicles. I use the parasympathetic oil on the um, vagus nerve. Yeah. And then I basically, I use the fascia everywhere. Like I bathe in the fascia sometimes. I just think it's, <laughs> it's the best thing. And it's really good, especially if I'm having, um, if, if I'm having a fun day, if I'm like feeling, uh, I used to have a coworker who is like, oh, you're being fun today. And I would just like, sometimes like, you know, cause problems. Just, I just felt like, you know, cantiquerous kind of. And so Anyway, yeah, it yeah, helps yeah. me feel like a little less um, fun. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> less fun. I love that. Yeah. I love it. Okay, great. And we'll make sure we put these, just make sure you give us links to this stuff so that what people are going to be interested and want to share it with their clients or whatever we have oh, on absolutely. the show page. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, this is awesome. And you said you have some diagrams. I can't wait to see some of your diagrams. Yeah. No, I'll send you all the diagrams. And honestly, if if, uh, they're practitioners, we have wholesale accounts. It's uh, like 40% off for practitioners. We drop ship. We can do a lot for you guys. Awesome. Well, this has been awesome. I love the the whole concept. We haven't talked, mostly we talk nutrition or we talk herbs and various things like that. And it's just so nice to talk, well, essential oils, but also the physical piece because, you know, an Annika Becca would say oxytocin, you know, even you just massaging your own neck, it stimulates yes. oxytocin, which you know, is going to be a healing and calm down the cortisol, which we all have an overabundance of in our lives most of the time. She she has a great jawline. She definitely, you know, she told me you do that A-E-I-O-U and then a kiss. Like you got to 
work it out a little bit when you're going to work on it. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate it. I always have great conversations with you whenever we get together, not often enough, but recently we saw each other a couple of times in a row. So that was good. Amazing. So um, thank you again for being here and tell them, you know, your website and where they can find you and we'll make sure it's all on the show notes. Amazing. Uh, You can find me at vibrantblueoils.com. And if you're a practitioner, you can set up an account. We have, we actually list the practitioners on our website because a lot of people are always looking for someone that they can work with. So we like to refer out. Um, Yeah. And if you have any questions, just uh, shoot us an email at info at vibrantblueoils.com. Thank you so much. We've been talking to Jody Cohen and I can't wait to get my hands on some of those oils and start playing around. Thank you. Thanks a lot. So what a fabulous conversation Jody and I just had about the vagus nerve and the sympathetic versus parasympathetic and about all kinds of things that we can do for our own self-care as practitioners, but also to teach and train our patients and our clients. Because face it, we live in a sympathetic overload world and we need those tools and strategies. So you have the power to really help people to transform. And I hope that you are using it. We teach you a lot of great stuff in these podcasts. Go to our website at inemethod.com for more in-depth trainings and check out the show notes page because we're going to put links to a lot of the resources that Jody talked about on today's interview. And let's all work together to become part of the movement to reinvent healthcare. Until next time, shine on. Thanks for listening to Reinvent Healthcare. We are part of the movement to change healthcare for the better. If you liked this episode, leave a rating and a review. And for more resources to support you in growing a thriving and fulfilling practice, visit our website at inemethod.com.